0: I'm Brian
1: Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto.
2: And I wear my sunglasses at night. So I, so can. I, c-
1: <sighs> that's <laughs> how it goes. That was, I was <laughs> doing
0: it. Why that did you do The
2: delay? There's, yeah, there's it, two is, vocals there? Yes. No.
0: Yeah, I, so think I think there is. I you can. threw me off.
2: Yeah. You threw me off. All right.
0: Oh. Uh, we clearly uh, uh, did not rehearse no but i thought that was still pretty good uh so today we're looking at the edgar wright crime thriller baby driver but first as always we ask the most pressing question of every episode what are we drinking this episode what does everybody have for baby driver
1: i'm having an old-fashioned and so is katie and they are made with uh failed lollipops that uh, mm. Lily tried to make with
2: these, which, oh. and Every she beverage here has a story Every she, beverage has
1: a story She basically wanted to make lollipops So oh. she um, just melted sugar And then basically mixed it with corn syrup And froze it And when, and Turns out, you need to
2: actually flavor sugar for it to this is, taste. This is a, long, anything a good. long story on how our daughter loves the idea of things no. lacks follow through.
0: I okay, I like the idea. Yeah, tasted just like anyway, pure sugar. So you so smash now up we, a lollipop, so now and we got the you sugar got, back. You we got
1: the sugar <laughs> for <laughs> yes. and it
2: comes with a stirrer too. That's you have not a how I do. It. Break, no,
1: it would take uh, six hours to stir a lollipop off
0: know.
2: a stick. Maybe I'll use it for my <laughs> coffee in the morning.
0: Oh, that would be.
2: It's not a lollipop.
1: Li- Brian, you're thinking of it tasting like a cherry lollipop. That's not yeah. what it tastes like. It's a it sugar like ball sugar. on the soft. end of a stick. Just like, solidified like, there's no flavor sugar. to it. It's okay.
0: Just sweet. Yep. Could you get some of that stuff they use on like um, slushies, you know, mm-hmm. just oh, yeah. pour it over it? You, and could, you could, Brian, but it? in,
2: in uh, the time of a pandemic, surprisingly, flavorings, yeah. not not the first choice in our grocery list. This is the way. Hmm. So,
0: All right. I, I, like, yep, it. I like it. We've made it doing? I have a Green Flash West Coast IPA. Oh, which that's I a good one. one. That, that that that's a, a good one.
1: Like the purple and, one that's and white. That's an all-time IPA right up there with it Sierra is. Nevada, I think. It's a
0: royal yeah, can. It's fantastic. I'm very limited in terms I was telling you. you know, usually I try to have a different beer every week. Mm. I cannot in a pandemic no. uh, defy trying to constantly purchase different beers yes. yeah, for this fair. program. That's fair. Of course not. For safety reasons. For, uh, uh, we are
2: making great strides in just clearing out every single bottle of alcohol that is in our house. And things are going to get desperate well, soon. Well, we'll see. I started we'll see. buying vodka off of the neighbors
0: today. <laughs> oh, that... I love it. I want it to get really... Like, story. like, Lord of Flies-esque episode. You're just vodka from potatoes in your kitchen yeah we might
1: start. i've almost pulled the trigger on the wiggle whiskey a few times but i'm
2: same same for me on a state side but All it's right, like let's talk about it we just we did yeah, get so our uh, stimulus checks and those are small businesses
1: in the well and, wiggles and in local pittsburgh
2: that's pennsylvania that's yeah use we your said stimulus said check if possible we for small said business. that we were going to use i know so many small, small businesses, businesses that are
1: guitar makers
0: we are using ours put together a slideshow um,
2: presentation please
0: uh, yes here we go uh, um we are going to use ours for (laughs) construction of a new patio from a local local landscaper that's a lovely idea in our town so it was not my idea we are still paying
2: off all of the home renovations that we've done
1: the narrator in our town
0: what yes
2: (laughs) what narrator what
1: what Just are you kidding. talking about?
0: Our town. I don't know.
2: Oh, oh, I love that play. Oh. Yeah. Well,
0: that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, OK, <laughs> uh, fact check from last week's show on Soap Dish. Uh, we talked about how at the time Soap Dish was made, soap operas were a major mainstream part of America. Uh, in fact, in 1991, when Soap Dish came out, there were 11 network soap operas. Uh, Young Moly. and the Restless averaging a Nielsen rating of 8.2 during that time period. Now to give you an idea, that's the percentages of homes watching it. Okay. 8.2. The largest show on television in 2020 is NCIS, which pulls only, which pulls, by the way, only a 6.7. So soap operas in 1991, we're pulling higher numbers than the highest-rated programming on television. Interesting, Earth. though. Maybe about this for
2: days. I
1: wonder if those those shows are now the soap operas of the day. I was
2: actually going to suggest that. Yeah, those like well, it's here. So it's both, right? because we, we talked about shows. the murder mystery, yes. the murder mysteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah have gone in two directions. Angela
1: Lansbury is the handoff from Young and the
0: Restless to NCIS.
2: she is the bridge. Yes.
0: Thank you. So but I thought that was kind of crazy. How about this? Even the 11th ranked show, which is a show called Loving, which I don't remember, um, pulled a 2.8, which actually like if you're pulling a 2.8 right now as a show and the Nielsen ratings, you're pretty good. Like, that's considered, Mm -hmm. like, you're a solid show making money. Uh, So soaps were huge, huge, huge. Also, we need to say that there were only, like, six
1: other things on at the same time.
0: True. Because there there was most
1: programming during that time, and it was even less. So there were less channels, much less.
0: Much less And during that
1: time period, during the day... It was mostly like weird infomercials and stuff.
0: True. Now, that's all valid. And the network numbers were significantly higher. So the number one show, I'd have to go back and check what the primetime numbers were. But the primetime numbers blow. No, MASH was gone by 91. (laughs) I'm kidding. Seinfeld, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. 91. But I mean, those numbers were much. Cheers. Cosby. Simpson.
2: So the the piece that you're ignoring is that to me, this reflects the lack of people watching television
0: right now. Television. Right, or they no, watch no, no, it in different. They're so watching it in different ways. There's there, many there's more, more to options.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Agreed, agreed. But like. So people aren't watching what's all like, right? Like when oh, you're looking you mean at these, you mean network TV, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yes. You don't so mean the numbers actually, yes. are split.
2: You mean you
1: didn't mean not consuming? Oh, shows. they're
2: consuming. They're consuming media. Yeah. They're consuming shows, but no. they're not tuning into NCIS at nine o'clock. I right, mean, they right, are right. obviously they are. But yes. in comparison to nineteen right. nineties, yeah, when different options. It, that's it this you're just so like i'm so sorry let's move on moving
0: and, on and actually no but i think this will tie in as a pitch for what we're doing thursday is i think a lot of soap opera viewing has turned into reality show viewing oh yeah and okay. i think that's where it's transitioned and we'll talk about that thursday night but uh, it's also just, just
2: a decline in daytime it, like people are not watching as much daytime tv right that's
1: that's, that's also true.
0: that is definitely true yeah dual now. income households now. yep Oh, absolutely. Uh, Kevin Klein, shout out. We talked about how much we we loved him. Just to give him some even more props here. Uh, I was not aware. I completely forgot. He is an Oscar winner. Yeah. He won the Oscar for A Fish Called Wanda. Never saw he also it. has five Golden Globe nominations. Wow. He's won three Tony Awards.
2: Where have you gone, Kevin Kline? And I
0: think I think it's a choice. He was I, I think, you know, I mean, I'm sure he could be. Somebody in stuff put this now. man in a, in a movie. Put him in a movie. He's
2: halfway to an EGOT. Get him on the stage when it reopens.
1: You know, like Tracy Morgan, halfway to an
0: EGOT. Uh-huh. EGOT. <laughs> we love you, Kevin uh, but- Kline. Yeah, we do. Kevin Klein's amazing. We'll watch you
2: in anything except that yes. I haven't seen most of your movies. Except
0: Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah. We won't watch we James Wild Watch, Wild Wild though. Was, Desperada. You know, we're not going to watch I that. I would like to watch, I am really driven to watch Dave again, which I always really enjoy. It yes, as a movie. I
2: think that's a great call for election season. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Maybe think... the month of November is presidential flicks. Uh, yeah, maybe. F- yeah, I was thinking, but. Flicks. We... Uh, Jimmy Costanzo also recommended one that I which think we twang? should do. Didn't he do? Was it Clear and Present Danger?
0: Uh, No, uh, Air Force One. Air Force One. 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 So President, I like it. Yep, Presidential November. All right, Presidential November, love it. Uh, And that is fact check. All right, it is time for the rundown.
2: This is Oprah Winfrey reporting from my home studio with Stedman beside me. God damn it.
3: (laughs) You're You're Stedman
0: now? Baby is
2: a getaway driver with a troubled past, tinnitus in his ears and music in his molecules. All he wants is to drive west on 80 in a fast car with the lovely Deborah listening to his favorite songs. Kevin Spacey, however, has other plans. In a true-to-life role, he is an evil, power-hungry jerk who wants to keep Baby in the corner. This non-stop car chase thriller will keep you with your shoulders wiggling, toes tapping, until you find out whether Baby's life is a highway, a jail cell,
3: or a grave.
0: Very good. I like the character names yeah you're so good baby Keith. thank you and, and deborah, deborah.
2: <laughs> you got two that is
3: huge baby. for you baby it I... really
2: helped that both of those names were used in songs mm. if they had used mm. kevin spacey's name in a song i probably would have remembered that too
1: i, I think we That's need so to start good. this let's do it as the movie started yes please get blocked for this, but that's fine. All right, so here we go. We got to do this part, though. Yeah, we. <laughs> so that is how the movie starts. Th- like. Maybe the right best out of the gate. start to a movie? No, that is not true. But that it is, is a great a start. start. Let's
3: not go, let's, let's not
1: go
0: overboard. Uh, Brian, as, as you can tell, Katie really likes this movie. As you can really tell, Katie, really this, this can really tell, Katie has movie. never seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, <laughs> which we've already established uh, is the greatest opening no. to a film. It feels just like
1: Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that you can compare nope. it to. Nope. Um, This movie... I loved it. It's got you on the hook. It's got you on the hook. Yeah.
0: And it was the second uh, time I'd seen it. Second time you saw it. You saw it in the theater? No, Could no,
1: no I, no. I bought it when it was like $5 or something on iTunes when Katie was away one time.
0: Well, that's a great buy right there. Yeah. There's, I mean, this is I remember uh, this, the build up to this movie, seeing the trailer for it. Great trailer, by the way. Uh, they, I mean, Edgar Wright cut. I mean, he didn't probably cut it, but whoever cut it great trailer. And I remember seeing it in the theater. I can't remember what movie I was seeing at the time. And I was like, this movie it's is really intriguing looking. Like the cast, the buildup. And then you started to get the whole um, hearing about the production of this movie that, you know, Edgar Wright and this opening six minutes of this movie. Uh, so tied to the song. And it starts right out with the uh, showing baby drive and it's time to every mm-hmm. beat of the music. And there was a buildup of that and it delivered. So, so often movies like this, when you see trailers fail, I think to deliver on the quality of the movie. So I will, Uh, this was one that did though.
1: I will say right off the gate, this is a fun movie for Jim. So, like, this is not a movie that's, like, life-changing or has a story oh, that's I so... Oh, I think this
0: goes out of the fun range, though. The quality of it's better than that, Jim. We've established fun no, movies are...
1: No, I'm telling you, your definition of fun is something different than mine. And that's okay. what I'm trying to explain right now. Okay,
3: all right, is go that
1: ahead. This movie is not something that I... It's not on the level of something like The Matrix or... um raiders of the lost ark for me
3: okay
1: it's a fun movie and it does a lot of really cool things but it's not like i it's not like it was cinema that i'm gonna hold up in 20 years and be like this is an inc- this movie's not gonna define anything that i i like i don't know i don't know it's hard I to disagree katie disagrees she loves it but I, but but i think this movie does really hone in on that point for me is that like this is the this is the type of movie that I consider fun,
2: so what elevates this beyond just a fun movie is the layers that exist in terms of the way that music is combined with movement is combined with dialogue character great character development
1: no I mean with the music like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
2: but so there there is an intelligence to this movie in the way that it's created I, I just the scene where you're watching baby walk for the coffee after that first heist to me like it was it was artistry you know that like the graffiti
3: mm-hmm.
2: is matched with the music is matched with his movement and
1: the storefront and- I,
2: I I've never seen anything like that in a film and so That takes it outside of just a fun movie. I think that's showing us something new. Mm -hmm. I can't compare that to anything else. Like when we talk about movies that use music, I can't think of one other movie that has used it in all of those ways, in such an integrated way.
1: No, I don't either. So I
2: I think it's worth noting. I think that that's... I think that is groundbreaking.
0: Yeah, the 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 editing, the sound editing, everything, the the choreography. And there was I mean, it was almost choreographed. Absolutely. Like you would see a, a, like as a musical. Mm-hmm. And they actually used uh, I can't remember uh the the choreographer's yeah. name, but it's, it's right there in the credits. Yeah. And yeah. it's a choreographer that was used in tons of music videos for that purpose, because it is a different style. I'm not saying that scores aren't, I mean, we've talked about tons of great scores uh, on the show before that are used to enhance movies or, you know, in the case of like a dirty dancing is used to carry a movie, but mm-hmm. n- they're integral and. In different ways yeah
2: absolutely i i think it's elevated and completely elevated in this movie right the, the music's being used not just to enhance the scene but the music becomes a part of the scene in the way that the scene is constructed
0: right yeah perfect um i'd like to add that our video has already been blocked by facebook
2: no of, does that mean that people use can't use look at music. us
0: I think that's true.
2: No. So you're
0: just gonna have to listen to the pod version. Oh. Sky, you? Sky TV has blocked us.
2: Oh man. Should Sky we just TV? start again? Yep.
0: Yeah. No, we're gonna we're keep recording. All right.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh just
0: keep you, they're always on the lookout for things, though. The must Sky must uh, be doing it on a thing. Um so a few things here that's a bummer. Uh, as we watch the movie. Uh I was Impressed with the vast majority of it, I my I guess my only issue with the film that I want to bring up is I had a a, a, the I want to say like three fourths of the movie I was completely behind. Then the last quarter of it, the John Ham stuff got a little. They maybe did it one too many times, in my opinion. and then my other issue is not an issue of the film. It's more of a personal issue. I am not a huge Jamie Foxx fan. Mm. I, I understand that he's a great actor, all that type of stuff. But I feel like he occasionally pl- plays everybody kind of the same Mm -hmm. um and and he bothered me a little bit john Hamm, i should say did not bother me i i loved how his acting was but he at the end you know we'll have to spoil at the end he's trying to kill baby because of things that are going on and we could get back to that later in it he just kept coming back and i was like did they go one beat too many yeah with that and it's certainly a mild just a mild thing because i don't it it, I still yeah. love the movie, and but this, it was this one thing.
1: I agree with that to a certain extent, but for sort of different reason. And this happens for any movie that is sort of stylized in the fact that, like, um, you're dealing with regular humans, and one of them has like a superpower mm. that is like <laughs> sort of believable. Like, baby has the superpower of driving, right? But the climax of the movie, he's not driving or like he is but it's not it's not his driving it's not his superpowers not on display yes. mm-hmm. and so like you get half the movie of like him doing these amazing driving things that makes him special um well one of the reasons that makes him special um but he you know in the end it's you you need to move away from that in order to like close up the movie and not just keep doing the same thing over and over and I think there's, I, I didn't think about that until right now, but I'm sure there's other movies that struggle with this kind of concept. Oh, oh as well. I, I
0: think, yeah, I think that is it's that part of the issue. I think, and actually, I thought they did a better the job. Rocketeer doesn't
1: rocketeer pretty much the well, entire movie.
0: Well, no, no, and the, but that's <laughs> but that's almost the reverse. The Rocketeers, right. like almost the reverse style of it. And right. I actually thought they did a pretty good job. It's, I think it's an accomplishment that the movie is so engaging after that first six minutes,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, because in essence that sequence is so impressive that some films would have almost stopped there. Do, do And I don't want to say stop there, but maybe the quality would have decreased significantly from there. Yeah. And I don't think there's a huge fall off from that. I don't think there's a huge fall off anywhere in the movie, but it, it does get to this point where, and I actually appreciate this is they didn't try to continuously have car chases, right? You mm-hmm. know, which was interesting. The foot chase. I thought the foot chase was pretty good. You know, I, I'm not going to say it's my all time favorite foot chase that I've seen in a movie. I thought he did a good job and I thought it was an interesting twist to pull away from that. Um, But, you know, I I think there is I don't know. There's something about that ending and it's not a bad ending by any stretch, but I think it is hard when you have a film for so long that has such a quality and they've done all these great chases. Where do you go with it Mm -hmm. in the end?
2: I I agree with that. I I think the first part where I like looking at the ending where I felt a little disappointed was when he kind of like blindly rushes into the diner at the end. Mm. Because I just thought, like we've seen him to be highly intelligent, cautious, aware of the risk, and I just thought he would know that there's that that John Hamm is still out there, right? Mm. And he knows that they know Deborah, right? That they know the diner, and so I just thought, like,
1: yeah, the whole John Hamm he, thing is tenuous, though. He because
2: would pa- he would pause there, and she would see him coming in and make eyes at him, right? I I just thought that moment would have been slower.
1: Yeah the the thing with John Hamm that that sort of bothers me and now we're getting into like nitpick territory and be- which is fine it's because fine. it's such it's a good movie this that you get do. to the nitpick yeah um they need to play up the fact that he's like some kind of like once he goes into the red he's going to kill people yeah, yeah. Uh, the, because there's no fucking way anybody who is in John Hamm's position would
2: stick around stick around to
1: try to kill baby yeah totally yeah like that doesn't make any sense but well it
2: is what it is except that it. i mean it is about it's about revenge right it's about his love it's not just for him like getting away not getting in trouble (laughs) i i mean they've definitely played up that relationship through the movie
3: yeah
0: so i don't like how every film that has a costello in it that we do on this show they are some kind of criminal (laughs) <laughs> Monica Costello is that was that her girl? name? I didn't even yeah. notice that. And then Frank Costello when we did the, the Parted she you was know. great.
2: Um, can I ask about Flea as yeah. an actor? Yes. Has he been in other movies? Are
1: you fucking serious oh right now? Oh my, oh. Oh. oh my god! Oh my god!
0: Brian,
2: I'm sorry. Can she even come to the hundredth episode?
0: Ugh.
2: Is that is he in the
0: Big Lebowski? He's in the Autobahn.
1: Yes, he's in the fucking German. Pop Not band, his bands. yes, he's one of the scissors guys. I got that. That's awesome. Justin.
2: That's awesome. Okay, but that he makes sense to me that he's, with, that he's a yes, musician. He gets hit in the nuts with a bowling
1: ball, <laughs> ball by Walter. Okay,
2: yes, I right, totally we'll know who discovered. he is. All right. Okay. So is I'm he in discovered. any other movies besides? Yeah, the he, know, he, movie? is. he is.
1: Is no, he, he in Point Break?
0: Because Anthony Kiedis is in Point Break, and I think they both might have been. I don't know. That's a good question. i'll I'll pull it up. Let's keep talking. Uh, yeah, he's been in stuff. You know? okay. he's definitely been. been well, in stuff. I enjoyed.
2: I enjoyed him.
1: He was good. Yeah, all the all the acting in this. Yeah. was pretty good.
2: I did want. I wanted some story about the guy in the parking lot for the sec for the Jamie Fox heist. Yeah, right. That like because to, to me, yeah. I was like he. Ha- I thought he oh, had to weird. be in like an undercover <laughs> agent, <laughs> right? Like because there was no way that just a <laughs> regular citizen would be that heavily armed and would be that skilled yeah. in like chasing someone down.
0: <laughs> Listen, it's Georgia. They're reopening their, uh, <laughs> they are, re- they are reopening their movie theaters no. next yes. week. So I say no yes, movies to be played. So yes they are to him hardcore. being that heavily
2: armed then. No to him being that good at well, what he did. He
1: was a soldier, right? Like So oh, they, yeah. they dropped those little things yeah Yeah. there's something ridiculous about this movie so like I think this is a ridiculous that maybe falls a little bit
2: outside to me that would have been easily solved because it would make sense since there was a string of robberies happening that there was some sort of a presence Around the no, town, uh, right? Yes, like, agreed. I just thought, like, he's an under, like that. He is an agent, right? Well, but, maybe he but, is, but, but no, maybe I, he could they be. Would have I, that. He, <laughs>
0: they showed him on the news. Yeah, yeah but there, you know what? There are a few things throughout this movie, and I guess if if you think about it, and you can kind of add it all up, then if it was just one of them, maybe that wouldn't work. Like, because that was weird. Okay, yeah. that yeah. that was. It was, Part was super very weird. weird. But super then when you weird. factor in maybe the John Hamm stuff and then some of the other pieces, maybe it goes together. I love this movie, but there were points I felt like in the this probably the third or fourth time I've I've seen it, that there was maybe a little too much of trying to have every character being this really kind of unique or different character on screen. Mm. You know, you had the. The roommate who was, you know, he was, which all worked. I mean, I, I, foster, I liked it. The Parent. roommate,
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, I was foster. Foster. like a college, like which a dorm. Made well, so much, like sense. I got paired with the seventy-eight-year-old no, man. No, a but I mean, <laughs> no, because
1: yeah. it was a, he was like a, a younger, fifty-something deaf man who, who, who fostered a child who was probably somewhat deaf at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah but but my point i like that they're set, desperate for foster like, parents jim yeah i liked that character that's what i'm talking but it's like every criminal had to have the neck had, i i don't know and it was like you have to throw some disbelief that like all these crimes are happening like no offense but does every major city have like three uh yeah, like yeah. bank robberies in the span of no, no, oh, no a week and a half? and that's fine so i think if you put that all together those are what crime crime movies are i did i don't know if it's intentional or not but i did get the the heat vibe yeah you know especially at the end uh you know where they're chasing through the the downtown area with like automatic weapons and things being fired and i enjoyed it just as much if not more than heat
1: yeah oh i like this movie better than heat
2: I hear what you're saying about the characters all having a thing, but I did really enjoy the foster dad story. Yeah. Oh, no, me, no. I like that. Yeah, one. That was to me, one that, I liked. like. That
0: was different. That was cool.
2: So when you're thinking about like, I, I love breaking down a character and thinking through what's, you know, what's this character's backstory. And so to get baby to the place that he is there there needs to be a lot of shit in his past, mm-hmm. right? Like, he has to have gone through a very unique set of circumstances to end up exactly who he is. And foster dad is definitely a part of that, you know?
0: Oh, um, that one was a great character. That's yeah, what I mean. Like, I, I like that. that. I did. And I was wondering, though, sometimes it's like, is it too, like each character? I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. it it's not is- that it was a bad thing, but it was just like, it felt like there was trying to be a little... Everybody had to be somebody, you know, like as opposed to like in the criminals, like, oh, we're going to have the the flea gang and it's the Asian guy with them. It's like I just felt like everything was trying to be this unique thing where sometimes it was maybe like there's enough interesting character. I don't know. I I don't know if I'm discussing it well enough. I just felt like it was a bit. over. Maybe
2: it's that we don't know the um...
0: criminal underworld. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I. uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think that's Edgar right though. Like, if you think about like Shaun of the Dead and those movies, he does focus on side characters and like sort of who they are to mm-hmm. like.
2: Well, because the alternative to that is for them to be forgettable. Right, you're right. Honest, no,
3: right. I, I enjoy like, this. Right, like,
2: I, otherwise this is, you
0: just don't this remember is them my type of just, thing. Like,
2: Criminal one, two, and three, right. and they're all like no, middle aged white I, guys.
0: No, I and I usually don't not like this and it's not the overarching thing. I, I just, I don't know if it was too much. Like maybe some of the characters were so interesting. i wanted to see more of them. Yeah. You know, like John Brathnell's character at the beginning is a really interesting character. And then yeah. he's gone. Yeah. The punishment from, Punisher, guy from Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Oh, yeah, I like him a lot. Griff. Yeah, he was great. And I understand I never work with the same crew type idea, mm-hmm. but it just felt interesting. But then you like get the other two back. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I, I don't No, I don't but know. it wasn't that, the same crew. That's... that's yeah. Yeah. yeah, they but never you the, the same But people. you do get the
2: other two, Except and you baby. Don't get him. Except for Baby. Yeah. All right, let's talk about favorite scenes.
0: Oh,
1: yes. Oh, but, well, before his favorite scenes, I will say, talking about Edgar Wright, the favorite, my favorite joke, because I think... He writes dialogue that is fucking hilarious. Mm. The Michael Myers mask joke
0: that was is tremendous. an all time joke. Absolutely tremendous.
1: Uh, yeah, because they, they, they say that. So going into this heist, they want Austin. They want no, not Austin Powers. They want Mike Myers Halloween mask. <laughs> so they get in the car and they put on their mask and they're all Austin Powers. And the guy and <laughs> who is it was it's uh. Jamie Fox goes, "What the yeah. fuck is this?" And he's like, "It's Mike Myers, <laughs> Halloween." And he goes, "No, no, this is Austin Powers." And he's like, "Yeah, we wanted Mike Myers." He goes, "This is Mike Myers." And he goes, "No, Halloween mask." And he goes, "This is a Halloween mask.
3: It is." <laughs> he goes, "Oh, you mean so good, oh, you mean Jason?"
1: <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, "Oh, you mean Jason?"
3: <laughs>
0: Uh, so now I, for the rest of the show, am only going to say nice things because I really like this movie. <laughs> I feel like I've been too Jim in the first.
1: No, no, you do it, dude. I agree I with there. most of
0: what you're saying. Yeah. The, the way this film was shot, the DP is Bill Pope, beautifully shot, by the way. I, I mean, the editing, the sound, everything, but I don't, the visual component of it and the direction by Edgar Wright, the car scenes are great. It made me think this has to be in that top tier of uh, car chase movies. And we put that out today. I you know, kind of asked, what are some other car chase movies that people think of? And, you know, we got Born Identity, Rowan, which is a good movie on Netflix, if you could see that uh, French Connection, which people always talk about. But the this one, is you missed a big one. A, go ahead. The
1: Blues Brothers.
0: Blues Brothers, Jamie Rogers, with that
1: is one of the most expensive. I think that was one of the most expensive scenes ever to shoot. Yeah, didn't they
0: wreck a hundred cars? Yeah, they wrecked a old police cars. I think. So, but the way it's filmed is fantastic. Now, I don't think we should be surprised because Bill Pope was the DP for all three of the Matrix films. Okay. So, which I thought was interesting, and but there, it I I liked the way it was edited and shot in because the car chases, a lot of times you get poor car chase scenes, a lot of quick cuts because they don't have, it's not shot well, or you can't get the characters in there, or maybe it wasn't choreographed well enough. All of that's great in This, this movie.
1: Yeah. It's um, I bet you like, you know, folks, car people might not love it because I imagine this skirts the, idea of like realism in a car chase. So you'll probably have folks say like, Oh, well this movie has a better car chase. Cause it's like legit racing. Yeah. Like car chase. Like the fact that he, he somehow picks up a spike strip with his car and turns it. So it, <laughs> the police have to drive over it without damaging his car is ridiculous. But is that you know, not possible? I mean, I've tried it three or four times and have executed not once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps after watching Hobbs and Shaw recently, I was like, this is so realistic. And yeah, I can't right, even, right, tell right. you what's so, going no, on. No, it's so yeah.
2: true. I mean, that so... Listen, I don't watch that many well, like action adventure. Hit and Run was another
1: movie we did with a lot of car that chases.
2: was fun. Yeah. And those I was... think
1: were more realistic to like But
2: I still feel like these car I thought they were super interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was following the story of the car chase and not just watching like the stunts. Right?
3: Yeah. Yep. Like, yes. uh, right? Agreed.
2: Like I I don't know. I just yeah, thought yeah. they
0: were really well, well told. The the car chases are integral to the plot of this movie, right. as opposed to being the purpose of this movie being made.
1: And not just I mean? the plot; so, they're also integral to the character development. Right? Of the yes, film like as watching as well. the yes.
2: three other characters in yes. the car watch him. Yeah. So the exposition that happens in that first car chase before you ever learn the story of the characters. To me, there's a there is a clear story told where you're you're starting to understand that, like, they don't know him. Right. Like like that, there's this disconnect between the driver of the car and these other three criminals, like the way they react Mm -hmm. to him in those moments. You can tell that there's not a relationship there. And so then it starts to build the suspense of. The audience saying, "Like, what's the deal? Like, how is this guy just like driving these folks?" (laughs) Right, and
1: then you walk into the next scene, and that's exactly what happens.
2: And then he's getting the coffee. And no, and then and then
1: John Bernthal is going, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, To me, I think I love the opening to this movie. Yeah, uh,
1: all the way through that first scene, like through the scene where he's. He's, like, harassing him about, yeah. like, why does he have the earbuds in? I was enamored.
2: Right. I was hanging on every visual, like, every moment of those first five minutes I just thought was spectacular.
1: Yeah, Edgar Wright knew exactly what the audience was going to be thinking for that first 15 minutes and executed it so that, like, after that 15 minutes, you're like, I'm in. Because he he knows what I'm thinking and yeah, I don't.
2: Well, I've yeah. never been so entertained to watch a person listen to music on screen. <laughs> or I've yeah. never been that entertained by watching someone listen to music.
1: Yeah, very cool.
0: Well, it. Uh, yeah, and I also think that if you compare like modern movies, so you think chase movies, right? And, and so people are going to watch like a uh, a Fast and the Furious, for example. But there's nothing to. Th- I want say there's almost like they, they're so over the top. They're so ridiculous. And it's about like, oh, how are we going to up these chases? And not that these were realistic per se, but I felt like it was integrated more than you just sit here and be like, all right, here comes the car chase because it's a right. Fast and Furious movie. And we have to have this chase and this guy's the best driver and all that type of stuff. Ooh, ooh.
1: <laughs> that is yes, the sir. exact feeling that I had watching john wick and john wick came up while we were watching this movie is that every gunfight felt like oh my god here's another gunfight to me and i know that folks love that movie there is i this movie is the movie to me that is like my john wick
0: (laughs) i think Mm -hmm. that makes sense well, that that I, makes I, sense to me. I think that's I an insult me. to Baby Driver. <laughs> i you and your John <laughs> Scout, Wick Scout their mind. But,
2: but that's it. So the the motivation. So what? So when you get down then to the point where it's like, what would make? What would make Baby violent? Mm. Right? What fair, fair, would? Yep. Right.
3: Yeah. I, I'm all in. I'm like, yep, yeah,
2: yeah. What would make him go to the do the next job? Yep. <laughs> And yeah. I'm, I'm there, right? Like he has two people that he cares about. They both those are the been ones that threatened.
0: Are fucked with. Yeah.
2: I uh, yes, I get it. And he's not just like throwing caution to the wind, like, you know, violent with no thought. They're there's still like it's still true to his character.
0: Yeah. You know, I I I wondered watching it. I feel like not a lot of movies are made like this where there's that. Maybe it's because the filmmaker, you have to balance. It's like tonally it could, you could almost challenge this movie, but it's done so well, but it, it, but there are points where it's kind of like a blending of genres. And sometimes we get on tone of film and, and this one is not a straight tone. You know, they take some chances and I think by and large, almost all of them work. You know, part of it's like that the whole part that turns at the the very end, but also like baby's dream of driving off with Deborah and that type of stuff and even how the end of it plays a little bit. I felt um, I don't know if it necessarily would fit in other films, but maybe that's a credit to the character development and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, that it works because it's not a straight crime thriller Mm -hmm. it's not a straight certainly not an action movie though there's lots of action in it it's not a comedy it's not a satire so it's you know i labeled it a crime thriller at the beginning which i guess it is
2: yeah but so here's my spot there bry it's like I, i think what we talked about with john wick was at this point in movie in cinema it just feels like a cop out to just make a film that's about action and special effects. Because we, yes, we like, we have the technology literally to do anything we want on screen, any single thing. And so to neglect character and story just to show how intricate you can make a a gunfight or a car chase. I just feel like it's, it's picking the loaf hanging fruit, you know? And I think that you're right. the ba- The balance in this film is that, yeah, you get all of that adrenaline. You get, you get the car chase, you get the foot chase, you get the, the, hand-on-hand right like all those things all of those things happen but also you get characters that you really care about you get a unique story you get things that you haven't seen before that aren't just done to like show you a new trick right they're not just done for the the like look at what the magician can do now they're used as a tool to enhance the storytelling
0: Difficult to watch Kevin Spacey.
2: Uh, yeah, 100 percent. But again, at least he was playing a jerk. Right. Yes. Similar, uh, true. Similar and to I, when we watched Ferris Bueller. At and, least and I, the
0: character was a jerk. And I started to realize he was pretty much a jerk in almost every film. Yeah. So yeah. he was typecast yeah. pretty appropriately. Yeah. I should have known. An issue when I was talking about characters, I did have a slight issue with his character. Did you feel that he would really sacrifice himself? Like, Absolutely not. Did, didn't that feel slight? Like there's yep. nothing about that character. Nope. Like that felt a bit like a a plot device to me.
2: No, I totally agree. There, there was nothing like, do I believe he felt a connection to baby? Yes. But if that was true, then he wouldn't have threatened baby's, girlfriend and stepfather or first father the way that he did. And so that that felt uh, not true to character in the I didn't. Be, no, I didn't believe it in the end that he would give himself up like
0: that. Uh, so I, I did have a slight problem. Yeah, I agree with that uh, in, in terms of where he was going and, and what the desire was there. um I, I mean, Kevin Spacey plays that role. Well,
2: I'll be honest.
0: He, he I would play it well.
2: I would have believed the flip, actually. I would have believed John Ham prior to the moment where John Ham's wife gets shot. Hmm. I would have believed John Ham standing up for baby and Kevin Spacey being the like sadistic yeah. evil character that pursues him to the death. I would have believed that more easily.
0: I, I think that's fair. Um I, again, I thought that there's there's everything we might have complained about is all nitpicky because I don't think it affects your viewing. No, of it's, this a movie. Movie it's a great at movie at all. It's one of those things where you look at and you're like, oh, I wonder why this choice was made or that choice was. But it was also good. I mean, quite honestly, the, the first I think we've talked about this cool. a few times on the show. The first six minutes of this movie you could watch in isolation as like a short film and you'd be blown away if Agreed. you just went from where it starts to like the opening credits, it, it's like Raiders in a sense. Like if you just watch that and you said, Oh, this is a short film or a you know, a pitch. And this is what I want to do. No, and I would watch it and you could be completely enthralled by it.
2: I can't think of another movie that, that impacted me that same way of like, like I, the, after we finished it, I said to Jim, like I will, I would watch that again tomorrow night.
1: Like, Roadhouse.
3: I did love, oh. I loved Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse.
2: Um, so I immediately, like while we were watching, downloaded the, the soundtrack. I listened to the soundtrack all the next day. And listening to the songs, you're you because they're so integrated with the scenes, you listen to the songs and you're like replaying yeah. the scenes in your mind. Like, yeah, I I think it's super rewatchable. Yeah, I, I'm but, all in on the, this
0: movie. By the way, all my complaints are nitpicky ones for this yeah, yeah. because no, I even I thought all because I even thought all the perfor- there's no bad acting like I don't like Kevin Space, He's good. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Jamie Foxx fan, but I know he's good. Yeah, everybody was good. in. Yep. That. even the characters where I maybe felt overload because maybe I was too intrigued with all the characters. They were all played well. Yeah, there's no Andy McDowell in this movie. Mm-hmm. True. No, there, there's no character that has me sitting there go. I did. <sighs> You know, I did wonder, and I don't even know that actually I don't. I just thought it was good. I enjoyed <laughs> it, I've seen it, I would see it again. Mm-hmm. I would it's one of those films that I think is easily viewable multiple times. I
2: want to go restart it right now all
0: right. yeah, I'm, okay. all yep. I'm all in. yep I'm all us right. Right uh, right. do it all right see you bye everybody. <laughs> uh, all right, it's time for game of the week. here we go. <laughs> Right, here we go. This week's Game of the Week is Katie's least favorite game. F.U. Brian. One and done. Own it. Skip it. And I picked the three films that I believe has used music. Um, probably the best we've seen. I might mean, need did to not boycott. Put, I did not put The Shining on this list because I thought it was... A very different film, but I thought The Shining obviously uses music in really interesting. I'm taking ways. off
2: my sunglasses because right. this is not cool. All
0: right, <laughs> so here we go. Here are the three films. I don't want to be blinded by Katie's anger, so um, I'll leave mine on. That we are using, okay? <laughs> obviously, per usual, we used the film we did this week, Baby oh, Driver, man. Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. Dirty Dancing. Hi. So which would yeah. you, one and done, which would you own, which would you I'm skip?
2: I can't do this one.
0: I can't. I can. I'll start. Okay, you start, Jim.
2: And it's not
1: easy, but it's easy to make this decision because it's hypothetical.
0: Yes, you didn't actually have to do it. (laughs) So just theoretically, theoretically,
1: I would say uh, one and done would be Baby Driver. Own It would be Pulp Fiction and Skip It would be Dirty Dancing for me. And that's (sighs) okay. It is what it is, but they're all good movies.
0: They are. This is why this is a tough last week. Remember, you guys taunted me and you said this is the easiest game we've ever played. I'm I'm sorry I ever said those words. My
2: disclaimer is that I think everyone should own all three of these movies. I think if you are looking for movies to buy over quarantine, if these are not free to watch, you should own all three of these movies. That said, here's my decision. Where I am today, the movie that I want to own and rewatch all the time is Baby Driver the movie that I need to have at least watched once is Dirty Dancing. And I'm okay with not seeing Pulp Fiction because it's not my favorite of Quentin's movies.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, I am going to own Pulp Fiction. I think just from, from a film perspective, I'm going to know one and done Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I was close to wanting to own Dirty Dancing. But as we know, my film choices are questionable. <laughs> um, and then I would begrudgingly skip uh, Baby Driver because I really did love it. I I forgot how much I enjoyed seeing it because it had been a little bit, not too long, because it hasn't been out. You know, I, I saw it in the theater. Like I said, I, I saw it immediately when it came out on video and I've watched it probably once. I love it. And I love Edgar Wright. I think his stuff is amazing how he does things. But I don't know, man. Dirty Dancing.
3: It's a good no, one. You know, <laughs> I
0: love it. Enough. No, yeah, it's uh, a good I movie. Love it. It's tough. Another All right. It's time for five questions. Here answers? we go. You want answers? You know, we use music like Baby Driver. No, <laughs> <makes you laughs> man, Mr. not. <laughs>
2: What the I'm so sorry that I got us blocked on Facebook. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I don't know who got us blocked no, on Facebook. That's my okay. fault
0: because I played the whole but song. But that's all right. You know what? This is we don't do this often. This is a pod exclusive. All right. That's right. I'm going to spin no this. No one's seen this before. I'm going to expend this tomorrow into a pod exclusive. I might take yeah, a there picture blocked thing. Yeah, nobody and saw it. There. Nobody this, saw this an episode. So controversial. It was blocked. That's what this episode <laughs> yeah. is. Great idea. Uh, yeah. All right. Five questions yeah. this week. Jim is answering. Okay, here we go. Uh, Jim, uh, certainly a uh, at times you're a musical vibe. And Baby, we should add, is going to be the star of the new update of yeah. West Side Story for Steven Spielberg. Jim, thumbs up or thumbs down on musicals?
1: This is interesting. And I have a hard time. I might take a... a- a cue out of or a page out of Keenan and Tim's
0: book. Oh, are you gonna do a I might do a
1: sideways thumb? thumb. There are I love certain musicals and I despise others. Um that's and fair. yeah, it, it has to hit a certain yeah. note for me, or I'm it's not hard. there. there there's,
0: it's it's difficult. Musicals, so, I think, might be harder than comedies. Yes, which we've talked about
1: things, how hard comedies are, and, and not just and movie musicals are even tougher than I think, like Broadway.
0: Okay,
2: but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go devil's advocate on this. Yeah, I think you could argue the same thing about movies, and I think you would still say that your thumbs up on movies. Right, so I think yeah, you yeah, are thumbs if, up if on musicals good, I'm in. because you, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, true. you lo- There are some musicals that you love.
1: Yeah, but Brian's not. Ta- so here's the other thing. I don't know that there's many movie musicals that I love. Mm, I don't know that there's yes. any. No, agreed. Fair. We've
2: talked about that. that like, so like, m-
1: but if, if we're talking about like Broadway are. in general, oh, yeah, I'm in
0: movies. Broadway, I agree. I'm in movies. I'm more skeptical.
1: Okay. Yeah, the, I don't know sure. that there's a there's a besides the Disney stuff that I really like that you can't really consider musicals. They just yeah. have songs every yeah, every
0: 25 minutes. Okay. Uh, all right. All right, here we go. Uh, question number two. Jim, would you rather be stuck in a room for 24 hours with Kevin Spacey or Bill Cosby?
3: Uh, that's, that's just,
2: that's just, just a, a horrendous question.
0: question. I, I don't know. Dear
2: Lord. <laughs> I think you want to... I think
3: this Kevin a crime. Spacey. It's oh, well,
2: I was going to go Bill Cosby.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. I thought you, well, I was just thinking you would ask questions. I mean, what yeah. else are you going to talk about?
1: I mean, Kevin I Spacey's know. like a dirtbag, but Bill Cosby's like a, like a criminal. Would.
2: Oh, I, they both are criminals. They're both criminals. I don't know that Kevin Spacey did he hasn't anything been against convic- the law. No, he did. What he did. did? He did? Well, he I, has don't been, know the, it's just I don't that know he the hasn't, entire story. It's just that he hasn't been convicted. He has been what? charged and convicted. It's, He's um. A... This, so it's the same kinds of. It was haraf.
1: Stuff. No, no, he didn't rape oh, somebody. No, I
2: think it's. I think sexual assault has been accused. Oh, really? I believe yes. so. Yeah.
0: Okay. Bill it's Cosby might drug you, though. Yeah. I don't know if you want to be around that.
2: I, I don't think... know why charges haven't been filed against Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I don't know.
0: You know, on Thursday we're talking about reality shows. I would love to see a reality show where all these people. These awful people, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey are all thrown in a room together, Lord of the Flies style and see who who walks out.
2: Oh, no, they dropped
0: it. He did. He
2: did have he did have a sexual assault charge against him. I think multiple claims. Well, Mm -hmm. it's probably not as many, but I think Bill Cosby probably holds the uh, the number of charges.
0: Yep. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Besides Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All on. right. All right. Here we go. Yep. All right. Uh, Fuck you Jim. for that
1: question, Brian. Yeah, that's all. Stop doing ex- that. Trying to...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shake put things
1: up. In the, put us in the gutter we are a band
2: because yeah, th- we usually live episode. so high above the gutter. I know, That's really so a different bucket it's of a different, shit. It's a different gutter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Different yeah. gutter. All right, here we go. Film the blind question. If I was a getaway driver, my go-to song for escaping the police would be. Ooh. Oh, this is tough.
1: And this I, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I thought about this for a while and I, we watched hit and run and there's a great, car chase to um, Voodoo Child in that the Jimi Hendrix song which I love but I'm going a little bit outside the box and it's not like a heavy heavy song but it has a crazy beat and it sort of is driving related and it's drive in drive out Dave Matthews very nice oh I like it it's yeah, a good one mm-hmm.
0: ding, ding,
1: ding, I love it
0: there we go. I'm in. Uh, all right. Question four, our favorite question. Jim, what's your favorite Queen song?
1: Oh, this is so hard. But I, I think I have to go back to like the first time I remember like learning about Queen and it has to be We Will Rock You and that like segue into We Are The Champions. And that goes back to like peewee football, 80 pound, 80 pound Jim.
2: Tiny little Jim.
1: Yeah. <laughs> little Jim. Getting weighed before football games. Oh, my
2: God.
0: <laughs> All right, I love it. Struggling uh, to be
1: 80 pounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and finally, our deep thoughts question of the week. Jim, why do you think people love to watch car chases and movies so much? I think.
1: I think it's a little bit of the same thing of like action movies in general, that there's like an adrenaline to it, but I also think. That car chases are close to being accessible for a lot of people. So, like, you could be driving down the road and be like, I could go right over that, drive right over that median and, and, you know, try to, like, drift my car.
2: That's a really great point. I also think all (laughs) of us have had one of those moments in our lives where it's like, that should have been, like, that should have been a massacre. Right, like like yeah. some like something awful should have just happened, but by the grace of God, somehow we're all good. Yeah, right. And so you've you've all had that moment of like some sort of miracle happened on the road, right? right. <laughs> so I think you can like jump into yeah. what would be the adrenaline rush of a car of a car chase because we've all had that moment of like escaping death.
1: Brian, do you have five questions you want to ask Katie? She's
2: gonna answer.
3: No. Oh. Oh, yes. do, you, do you hear
2: Commenters Do you hear What happens here Do you, do you hear The abuse I, That I take
0: uh, Rough Would you mm. rather Be locked in a room With Jim At or least Kevin I have Spacey? this dog
2: That loves me I have There's a little There's a little Puppers that loves me
0: um so glad that you threw that away. Next week, Katie will be answering five questions because Yay! we are doing a film that I am really worried interested about.
2: In. I'm a little concerned
0: about rewatching I'm, it, I'll be honest with we, you. We 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 are watching Labyrinth.
2: I'm nervous about The handling of Jennifer Connelly in this movie, I'm nervous to rewatch it. What about David Bowie's codpiece?
1: (laughs) I'm actually fine with that. (laughs) And his penchant for younger women in general.
2: Yeah. So, like, I mean, so he was, he is married to. Oh, he
1: he's he's a pedophile. Oh God. Or was, yeah, like, yeah.
2: What the heck? What the heck with your gender?
1: (laughs) (sighs) I mean, I don't. I mean, he he had very.
2: I just wish public
1: uh,
3: men relationships men here's with- my
2: public service announcement men you you all need therapy just let every everybody needs therapy but in particular in particular I'm going to direct this to half of the population now's the time everybody's got some time <laughs> find yourself a teletherapist just just work some of your stuff out everybody needs it but particularly the men
0: particularly the men yeah, we're not alienating a gender by um, that statement.
2: No, all. I, I am. Yeah, I he am. had. He, he,
1: I mean, it's widely known he had sex with a fourteen-year-old girl. No. Apparently,
0: yeah. Oh, this is the kind of oh, content we need for next week's episode, Jim. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, we figured we got banned from Facebook for this episode, so now we're just going all in on creepy ass borderline pedophilia films oh, picked so by gross. Katie. I could add that one of Katie's largest complaints was the handling of Jennifer Connelly's boobs yeah. in the Rocketeer. This movie is like four no. or five years before Brian, Rocketeer. I don't think, and we're going to watch it. I think I we think need I've to have Ronan seen... Farrow
1: on and we'll get him to start investigating some of these. Things. I don't
2: think I've seen this movie since my college years. And um, you were watching
1: Labyrinth in college. I have I, watched this since way before
2: college. No, I'm pretty sure I owned a copy of it that I watched in college. I'm pretty sure. Oh, my
1: really,
0: God. Really? Like, to give you an idea of what we're in store for next week. Yeah. I were watching this film and being dis- like disturbed to the point where it's like, I, as a child, I don't want to watch this. Oh, I
1: love this as a kid.
2: I loved
1: it I uh, You know what's funny though Brian just to, just to give you an insight to like How Katie re-interacts with things She would watch this in college Yet she gave me a, ho- a whole heaping of shit For the Dark
2: Crystal Dark Crystal makes no sense to me I don't understand it at all
1: Because oh, wow. it's puppets and not real people Yes Half There's two real people in In, in Labyrinth <laughs> But they're. And a baby.
2: Okay, but they're not so much puppety. Like Dark Crystal feels. <laughs> they're not <Fields>. so puppety.
0: <laughs> they're right, bar- puppety. No, it's different. We got to stop. This is the whole. This going to be the whole episode, potentially. I, um, <laughs> we are going to so be back Thursday. Uh, There's the t about- shirt, Brian.
1: Not so puppety.
0: <laughs> not so puppety. It's fun. A fun movie, but not so puppety. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> that we're gonna it's more about people um (laughs) so on thursday we're gonna be discussing reality television slash docudrama series as part Mm -hmm. of our thirsty Mm -hmm. thursday series so if you have any thoughts on that let us know otherwise we'll be back next week with labyrinth and hopefully actually on facebook
2: i'm sorry everybody i won't play any music next week